Hey, entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? If you're like most of us business owners, increasing your profitability is always on your mind. And you're probably looking for a few ways to grow your revenue while growing your company. Well, you found a podcast that shares ideas to help you do just that. I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a business growth strategist. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees increased profitability, guides your growth, and plans for a future exit. Because building a highly profitable and sale-ready business creates a win-win scenario. That's more money now and a windfall when it's time to let go. And I look forward to sharing strategies that I've learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. But before we get started, I have exciting news. Please mark your calendar. Uh, June 17th, I've got an amazing business acceleration event coming up on Saturday morning, June 17th where myself and three other experts are going to be sharing 12 costly, profit-killing mistakes that are stalling your growth. Join us for just two hours with four experts and 12 powerful strategies that will accelerate your business. Hey, it only takes one change uh, to change your business in your life. One little itty-bitty change, and we're giving you 12. So the registration page just opened up this week, and I've got a special discount code for you. Enter SUPER, and SUPER with a capital S, and you will get 75% off the registration price. So register today at joinaccelerateNow.com. All right. So I am so excited to have my friend on with me today. So Mike Capuzzi is an author nonfiction book coach and short book publisher for business owners, entrepreneurs, and CEOs looking to leverage the power of being a short, helpful book author. Since 1998, Mike has been helping thousands of business owners to market their business smarter. Bite Size Books is his book publishing company, founded by his proven formula for creating short, helpful books, also known as Shooks, Uh, for business owners, entrepreneurs, and corporate leaders. Shooks are the ideal type of book to publish because they're easy to create and fast to read in about an hour or so and offer helpful ways for readers to connect with their author. Mike is the author of, wow, 19 books, including two international Amazon bestsellers, The 100-Page Book and The Magic of Short Books. He is also the host of another podcast that I was just a guest on or about to be a guest on. It's called the Author Factor Podcast, where he interviews business owner authors and shares best tips, wisdoms, insights, and how they write and leverage nonfiction business books. Mike, welcome to Profit with a Plan Podcast. Marcia, thank you very much. Appreciate the opportunity. You're so welcome. This is exciting. So we've we've had some really interesting conversations over the past few days. Um, I think that uh, with the launch of my my most recent book, uh, Boosting Business Profit, just went live this week, and I was honored to be a guest on your show. And um, yeah, it's been it's been a neat journey with writing books, and I know that this is your jam and what you talk about. And <laughs> I'm so excited to have you share it with the audience because I know it's so valuable on it. But come on, how in the world did you get into writing? And I love your name, Shooks. 
Uh, you know, Marcia, it goes back to, honestly, when I was a kid, I, um, my, my mom's mom, we, she was about two hours away. So when we traveled to visit her, it was, a, it was an ordeal. So we would be up there for a couple of days. And she had this huge library in her house. And honestly, she was the one that got me, my, 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 created my love for books. I mean, it was, you know, 50 some odd years ago. And uh, we travel up there. And as soon as we got there and unpacked, I'd go into the library and pull off a new book because she was always buying books. So I, I've always had a love for books. And as I've, you know, as I got older, uh, I actually studied engineering in college. I did that for years, all that kind of good stuff. I was always very in a very technical role before moving into a marketing role when I started my own business. But, you know, it, it moved from a love of books, Marcia, to a desire, dream of writing a book. And I can remember distinctly 20 years ago or so just thinking, oh, my God, it'd be so cool to be an author, but there's no way I'm going to be able to do it. You know, I just I just couldn't see myself doing it. But long story short, you know, when you put your mind to it, when you study what other people do, when you study, you know, different ways of doing things, uh, it's not as big a deal. I think when you shared you shared it on my podcast, it's not that hard. Now, we're talking nonfiction. I don't know if I could do fiction yet, but um you know, I just, I started and I haven't stopped. And not only have I published 19 of my own books, I've helped over 230 business owners, corporate leaders publish their books. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I love doing it. And um, yeah, that's where we are today. Wow. 19 books. That's impressive. Kudos to you on well, that. Well, you know what, Marcia, though, that's kind of easy when they're shorter books, right? So whereas maybe one book could have been, you know, three of my short books could have been one traditional business book. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's still a pretty uh, neat accomplishment. Wow, I love it. I love it. So why is it so important for business owners to have a book under their belt, right? I mean, I know why I did it, but why why do you think it's important? Yeah, and, and I call that the author factor. You mentioned my podcast. That's why I named the podcast the way it is. There is, it's a very real thing, the author factor. You know, for a lot of businesses and business owners and corporate leaders, there is an appreciation by consumers, by prospects to want helpful educational information. Again, I think you mentioned that on when I was interviewing you, that the importance of educating and, and, and people are looking for that kind of content. So I call that uh, an information-first strategy. So books, obviously, are a perfect information-first marketing device, white papers, e-books. You know, I typically am talking, you know, traditional books, paperbacks, hardcovers, et cetera. So there's an appreciation, first of all, by the consumer. If you look at the individual, the business owner, the corporate leader, there's a very real effect that happens once they create a quality book, you know, a quality helpful book that can help people. And, you know, it raises his or her authority. It, it allows, you know, them to market differently. Just like you were a guest on my podcast, you can go on podcasts as a guest, you can keynote. I mean, when you join what I call the book author club, it really does open up doors that you would never have had otherwise until you became a book author. So you're helping people, Marcia, you're serving readers, you're serving your business. It's a very cool thing, as you well know, that when you, know, when you get that, you know, when you get that printed copy in the, from Amazon or wherever you're getting your books, it's like, it's even all these years later, right? You're holding it up again. It's, it's cool, isn't it? When you see that. 
It, it really is. I didn't know I was part of a club though. That's pretty cool. Now I've got, you know, uh, yeah. now I'm you don't like, have your secret card. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get my membership card. No, that's, but that's really awesome. So it is a huge accomplishment in it, but I think, I think what scares business owners away and, and corporate leaders and those that really have this, this, thing in their head that ought to be put out into the public realm because i think that 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 really um it's gonna help somebody out there and it helps you at the same time that you you put it out there but it's not all that hard is it it can't well first of all i think people make it a lot harder than it really needs to be they really do i had a gentleman on my this is a funny story i had a gentleman about a year ago right now on my podcast and it took him seven years from starting his first book, seven years to finally get it done. Oh, my God. <laughs> I interviewed him about that book. Um, he learned about our short, helpful books. And Marcia, wouldn't you know it, three months, almost three months to the day of us recording our podcast interview, he had published his second book. And he said, I'm never, <laughs> ever going to take years because you don't know what you don't know. You overcomplicate it. When we work with clients, we have a very clear roadmap, a very clear uh, process and you know what goes where, what should go there. Um, so whether it's me, whether it's other book coaches, there are formulas, there are recipes out there to follow. Again, we're talking typically nonfiction business-oriented content. Of course. And um, it does not have to be that hard. And then when you combine that, Marcia, with the fact that our shooks are about 12 to 15,000 words. Whereas, you know, even your book is probably closer to 40 or 50,000. A lot of business books are even 100,000 words, you know, 200, 300 pages. Ours are about 100 pages. You know, it makes it that much easier. So there's a there's a win-win. I mean, I love longer books. There's always a reason. I just read a four or 500 page book recently, but um, it took me a lot longer than an hour. But, um, <laughs> you know, there are definitely, there's definitely reasons for those kind of books. So I'm not poo-pooing them. For a lot of consumers, for a lot of prospects, a short book is a really is a nice, attractive promise. I can read it in an hour. And for the author, it just makes it that much easier. I love it. I love it. And, you know, for those authors that are potential authors that are sitting back there going, well, I don't really have anything to say. And I'm like, you're wrong because mm-hmm. you do something every day in your business that other people want to pay you for. Or maybe it's a framework or a process or a concept or an idea or a shortcut. I mean, there's so many different topics you can use in business books, right? Absolutely. I mean, we call it the special sauce. We Every business owner has their own special sauce. And it may take some work to uncover it because, again, a lot of, especially when, the, when business owners are working in a vacuum, which is why folks like yourself that help people see through the, the trees of, you know, what's in front of them, they don't see that. So when you work in a vacuum, you may not understand what makes you unique, what makes you special. But once that can be uncovered, Marcia, then yeah, you can build a brand around that. You can build a whole framework. You can build a a whole series of books, whatever it might be. But it takes work. And I don't care if you're a pizza shop owner or a world-renowned surgeon. What you do is important. You're helping people in some way, whether it's feeding them or curing some ill. And um, yeah, you know, crafting a book around that is is a very smart strategy. I love it. I love it. Okay. So now that we know that that it's easy to do, 
um, I've got at least, and funny enough, I just launched my third book, right? So actually, I probably have two or three more books sitting back in the back of my mind. And I know that once you get that, the juices flowing, you can create multiple books. Um, but I love the idea of your of your shooks. And I just like, okay, I just it's such a great name. But your shooks, because they're a single idea or a single concept. And we know that I could stack them up into volumes of books because once like, you know, you can get more and more out there. So I think, I think that that's the easy idea to it is it's just, you're breaking down a single concept or an idea that is important or helped you in a way uh, to do it. And with your easy framework, I don't, why aren't you doing it? (laughs) Right. And, and, and again, not only is it attractive to the reader, which is obviously as an author, your main goal is to serve the reader, correct? So that's, that's you know, a primary goal when you're looking outward. It's a very, strict, you know, when you really start getting into the strategy of marketing and, and, and um, copywriting and messaging, or see, it's much more powerful, you know, versus me writing a book on marketing, for example, Mike Capuzzi's marketing book, which could be a thousand pages, for example. I would be much and, better and served. three volumes of it, a thousand pages, yeah, right? right. <laughs> I would be much better journey. served to have 10, 100 page books, direct mail marketing, newsletter marketing, email marketing, because then people can pick and choose. So now they're getting what they want immediately. Right. But also you as the marketer, it allows you to market differently. So now you have 10 opportunities versus one and you can have very specific language. I mean, in this day and age, and I'm sure you go through this with your, your clients, People have to understand, you know, what you're about pretty quickly. They don't, there's not a lot of time to think, okay, what's Mike trying to convey here? So it's got to be succinct. It's got to be, you know, focused. And I really just believe the more focused, the tighter the message, the more someone says that book was written for me, Mm. uh, the better served you're going to be. So let's flip that around because that was really good about having the audience connect with the author. But why is the author doing the book? I think that that's really important because, I mean, I wrote my books because it gave me a tool to introduce my concepts to my audience and it made me the expert. But I know there's a lot more into it that you had just delayed to with marketing, right? Your book could yeah. be a tool. Oh, it is. Actually, we call it an asset. It's not you know, your 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 financial background. It's an asset. It's not an expense. Mm-hmm. It's not on the expense item. It is an asset that, if you do it correctly, I believe can last for if not years, decades. I mean, I've had folks on my podcast that have written books 10, 15 years ago, and they're still using them. I mean, behind wow. me is my first book written, published in two thousand seven, and we still use it. So. It is an asset. It should be thought of as an asset. And then then it becomes up to you, the author, Marcia, on all the different ways. As a matter of fact, very close to when this episode airs, I am actually bringing to the public for the first time a book that I privately published. So there's also really cool things you can do with private books, like books that only clients could get or Mm. books that are only gotten a certain way. They're not on Mm. Amazon. They're not in bookstores. Well, I published a book a couple of years ago. And I'm finally, I dusted it off. I cleaned it up, put new ideas in. It's called The Magic of Free Books. And it's going to be live sometime around when this episode airs. And it's probably 75 different ways for business owners, entrepreneurs, and corporate leaders to leverage a book. Everything from podcast guesting to PR to, I mean, there's just, you know, 
that is, and you know this personally, once the book is done, which oftentimes is the easiest part of the equation, it now is up to you to use it day in and day out, lead gen, follow up, speaking, whatever it might be. That's where the real money is to be made. That's how you make money with free books, by the way. Yeah, love it. And there's so many things that you can do. And what it does is it separates you from everybody else in your space because you're an author, right? And you can use that as as the the credentials behind your name, right? You know, when you start getting all those acronyms if you're if you're in the professional (laughs) services world, you know, but but it 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 up levels you in a way that nothing else I've ever seen does. You wrote a book, you talked about something, you printed it, you had it, you had someone review it, right? You know, and, and you put it out there, but it's just, you just stepped head and shoulders above your entire competition Mm. because you're a published author. Yep. It's amazing. For sure. For sure. It's amazing. All right. So um, looking at books um, and we're talking about, you know, you don't need to be a bestseller, right? You don't need to get on Amazon or the New York Times bestseller list because that can be quite a challenge in itself. I mean, you're just going to carry the book around for you or give mm-hmm. it to give it to clients or prospective clients or share with your friends and family or just to have it out there, right? Because it just, it's just a fantastic tool. But what are some of the what are some of the do's and don'ts we want to have with writing books? By the way, when you mentioned what you're describing just very quickly, so I hope I don't forget your question, but I would say two-thirds of our clients are local business owners, mm-hmm. the physician, the dentist, the chiropractor, whatever. And then about a third are folks like you and me that have more of a worldwide audience. Um, so for the the local business owner, Oftentimes, we, I, they just want to be what I call be five-mile famous. They want to be known <laughs> as the dentist in their town that maybe performs a, a unique procedure or cleaning or whatever it might be. I mean, I've worked with dentists that don't use any kind of mercury or fluoride. So that was their, their book was about that. So, yeah, this idea of you don't need to be a bestseller. Again, two-thirds of our clients aren't even on Amazon. They're just, they have boxes of books, they give them out, they have they display them in their office, whatever it might be. Nice. They network, they bring them. So it's that kind of thing. So yeah, it's it's a, a business card on steroids. So do's and don'ts. I would say the very first major don't, Marcia, again, goes back to what you and I've talked about on my podcast. Don't overcomplicate this. Really. <laughs> if you are in business, chances are you're already helping people, like you said. This is just a conversation in writing right? In written word format. God forbid, man, now with AI and all the stuff I'm seeing out there. Right. You know, I, 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 it's just, it's just crazy what these tools are doing. I'm, it's, it scares me because it's like too, almost too easy now, but regardless, um, it is a conversation in, in, in the written word, it's stories, it's ideas, et cetera. So don't overcomplicate it. If you help people, you can write a book. Love it. The other thing is technology has made it so much easier. Amazon's made it so much easier. All the different tools that are out there, the design tools, et cetera, et cetera. I just, when I, the book that I just mentioned, the magic free books, I put some quotes of mine in there from my podcast and stuff. And I, I think and I'm going to paraphrase. I said, the only, the um, there's no reason not to publish a book today other than two things, excuses and procrastination. And that's the reality. <laughs> like there's no technical hurdles. It's cheap. It's inexpensive to do. 
yeah, you might want to work with a book coach. Yeah, you're going to want to work with an editor, a copy editor, et cetera, a designer. Yes, you are. Still yes, not you anywhere are. near. Yeah. Um, but it's still not, it's, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be this, you know, $25,000 investment. Um, so don't overcomplicate it. Write good content. I, you know, that's why we put the word helpful in Shook, short, helpful book. I know a lot of folks say it doesn't matter. Maybe they'll never read it. If it's a hundred page book, they may are more apt to read it, but you don't want to go in. And I know book coaches that say this, like, oh, it doesn't matter. You just want a book. You just, you just want to hand it to them, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe that. The, the only way it helps people, the only way it serves people is if it's quality content that, you know, is designed to do that. So write a good book. Doesn't have to be, you know, the next uh, Shakespearean novel or something <laughs> like that, but you know, invest in the time and energy, invest in a good copy editor. editor. And uh, exactly. then the last thing I'd say with a do is, and again, I alluded to this, is get good professional design. I've seen people publish books, you know, from Microsoft Word and, you know, PowerPoint or whatever. And it's like, ugh. like you only get one chance to make a first impression. And in business, it's too easy to say, what the heck? And so make sure it's a exactly. Good Exactly. Good design in there. And, um, you know, you, you great, you, you brought up some really good points and, and my coulda, shoulda, wouldas are definitely, you know, my first book still has some spelling errors in it, you know, and, and some challenges with it. And, but, you know, with technology, it's so easy, but you need to know what's going to, what, what is the purpose of you yeah. writing a book, right? Yes. What are your yes. intentions? I promise you, you will not become a millionaire for writing a book. Not going to happen. So take that out of your mind, right? <laughs> and now the next thing that you think you're going to do with it is it's going to make you a, a, a five mile, you know, five mile famous. I love that. That's, that's fantastic. Or, or it's going to give you a, a glorified business card or, or something along those lines. But think about what the intention is of the book. Yes what the purpose of using it is, and then write from that angle. And, yes. and I think one of the funniest things that always got me was looking at the cursor, right? The blank screen. And it's like, where do I start? Ah, I can't <laughs> think. When I was three, you know, and you start typing and you're like, oh, nobody wants to know about when you were three, unless <laughs> it's important to how at three you became a rock star. And that led to all your millions you're making. But I mean, people like you, you have a format and a framework that makes it so stinking easy to put together, right? I mean, yes, we do. Yes. So, so give me a, give me a little bit of ideas on the framework and, and the angles we come at and um, see, let's show them how easy it is. Yeah. So for the last 20 plus years, I have put food on my table for my family's table by helping business owners with marketing. And most of that marketing is direct response marketing. So it's a different type of marketing. It's, it's very trackable. It's very, uh, you know, you're always putting in a reason for people to respond, et cetera, et cetera. These are so, the old newsletters uh, and the flyers that were mailed, snail mail to you originally. Yeah, now they evolved. they were direct response. They evolved. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, the bottom line is with direct response, unlike, let's say, traditional brand advertising, which has its place also, is there's always a reason to respond included, whether it's an ad, a newsletter, an email, whatever. 
our shooks are direct response books. So I know we're on video, Marcia, but like this is my brand new, matter of fact, I'm going to give it to your listeners at the end, uh, this and two other shooks. But um, The Magic of Short Books, this has been out for a couple of years. We just dusted it off, new cover. But like right on the very first page, you know, I give a bonus gift to all the readers. They can QR code it. Now that puts them on my email list and then I can have a relationship, you know, some sort of relationship with them and they can get to know me better than just the book. Um, so the formula we use is a direct response formula. It's first and foremost. So, and you can see, I literally in this book, which I'm giving away for free, I give you step-by-step <laughs> step every piece of the puzzle. By the way, this book follows every piece of that puzzle, every, you know, component of that recipe. So you can see it in action. Love it. Everything from the front cover to the back cover and everything in between. But we, we break it up. The one part I'll, I'll articulate uh, is the main content, whether you're a certified financial plan or whatever it is you're writing about, tax savings, retirement, et cetera. That goes in the main matter. That's your five to seven main chapters on the topic, You know your special sauce, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That is bookended, Marcia, by the, uh, the beginning of the book, the front matter. And there we, we kind of say, who, who's this book for? My promise to you. Like You'll see it you know, when, when you read The Magic of Short Books. And then there's a part of the book, which a lot of nonfiction book authors shy away from, mainly because they don't know. But this, the, the back part of the book, the back matter, is where you go from helpful content to helpful selling. So now this Love. is a sales tool for me, right? It encourages readers who might want to work with me to reach out for a Zoom meeting with me. It, it tells you um, how to do that very specifically. It tells you the kind of people we work with. I give you, I mean, they're actual clients. Love that it. Woman, that woman there is super successful. She sold like 3,000 copies of her book the first week we published it, but she had a big wow. audience. There's a dentist down in Texas. He's five mile famous. But anyway, so... Very strategic, Marcia. None of this, like I have an engineering background. So all of this is well thought out. I encourage all of my clients, people who read this book to use this recipe. And you won't, that, that blank flashing cursor, that blank page, it's not, it's not as uh, overwhelming when you, when you know what you should be writing. Oh, that's fantastic, right? And if it's short enough, you can write it quickly. You can tell yep. the stories and the pieces in there. And so that that's it. I mean, when I wrote my first book, um, Big Profit Secrets Exposed, the, the back one, um, I actually had a whiteboard. And I kind of followed loosely the, the concept that you're talking about. But I thought, okay, there's my 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 biggest idea was you know uh, income minus expenses equals profit. Ooh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I was like, I'm going to trademark that somewhere. Wrong. Um, but I mean, I just I gave valuable information that they can do. But what I did is I wrote it up on a on a grease board or or a chalkboard or a notepad to to kind of frame it out first. Yep. And that's yep. what you just explained to us: putting a frame together or a step by step strategy on how to write the book, the next thing you know, you're just filling in your expertise on it and the gaps that needed to have it. And then you've got a book. You're famous because you now have a book. That's why I I just, I love this conversation, you know, not just because I've, I've just released my third book and I'm probably starting on my fourth one, you know, very soon, but I mean, it's that easy. 
when you when you can see the pieces on how they belong and following your methodology, Mike, just makes it even that easier to have a real quality tool asset that you can use that puts your head and shoulders above your competition. Yeah. And, it's and crazy I, and, why you wouldn't do this. And exactly, Marcy. I mean, that's why I have my podcast. I try to, you know, I, I interview folks like you who've done it just to encourage people. The world does, you know, there are people out there that want what you have, that need what you have, that want to read what you have, what you have. And if you're not serving those people, then they're going to look elsewhere. So, exactly. yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, it can definitely be a win-win for sure. And I, can I mention one other thing? Yeah, oh, heck yeah. yeah. Okay, real quick, I just want to, just because I get geeky with this stuff. So this is a book I just bought. I, I haven't read it yet. It's typical, this is a hardcover. So, but you see, it's a traditional business book, right? So our oh, Alison Maslin, is that, was that Alison's yeah, book? Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. I know her. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I just got her book. That's um, just a repurposed book because that's, that's a, she, yeah. So you can repurpose real, this time and time again and make it fresh again. Well, that's true too, right. What I wanted to show was our shooks are a little different size than a traditional business book. So that's first. Mm-hmm. So that is like, it's a little, you know, again, I thought this out. It's a little more attention grabbing. But here's what's really cool, Marcia. We also have a format of book. And this gentleman's a very successful CEO of a business in Arizona. He had we have these things we call pocket shooks, which are even smaller. Ah, yeah. So he's he just did this little book. It's written for like college students, et cetera, called Money Secrets. He wanted to impart his wisdom. But you know, it's again, even smaller. It's smaller, it's easier. He's coming up with a whole series of these little books. Mm. By the way, there was back in the early 1900s, there was a gentleman who published over 2,000. They called them, if you search it out, called the Little Blue Book. I think they called Little Blue Books of Success or whatever, but they're little books on like 2,000 different topics and they were used for all kinds of purposes. But my point in sharing that, Marcia, is it doesn't have, you can think differently if you don't have a ton of, I mean, this is just a little book of like quotations and you know, simple yep. ideas because it's written for young people. And that's how you wanted to reach out to them. Wow. Wow. There's so many options. Think about business business cards, right? Remember, remember when brochures used to be out? Oh my gosh. Brochures, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, trifolds and all those different yeah. things. Well, it is a glorified business card that you can put out that imparts a combination of your website and your your intellectual property and some strategy or concept that you feel passionate about. And it's a beautiful piece. Business cards today, they're rounded edges, squared edges, square, long, upward. Metal, sideways. wood. Metal, wood, yeah. Platinum, you know, I mean, you can you can do all sorts of things with it. And it's the same style with books is that you can put it out there in a different way. By the way, Love the QR code in front of the book. That is brilliant. And I'm going to steal that from the next book because <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Uh, I'm sure it. I stole. Oh, you know what? I stole from this guy because look. Right? First page, Oh, my right? God. QR book. <laughs> <laughs> from the little blue book, right? Or the little guys. So, no, that's fantastic. There's so many ideas on here. And I think this is what the conversation really, truly needed to be. My goodness. You, if you are in business for any reason whatsoever, if you're a plumber, what are the five or 10 tips that everybody should know so they don't need you to come into the house at, at you know, midnight on a Saturday night charging double price, right? Triple price. You know, I mean, there's anything could have a, 
a book around it that you can impart, that you can give to your audience, you can give to your clients, prospective clients, and separate you from the pack because that's what books do for you. And I would encourage you to find people like Mike that that could help you out, put it into a framework, make it easy, make it a shook for your first one, you know, even your second, third, fifth, tenth one that you build out, and you're going to be that person. And who knows, you may even be 10 mile famous. <laughs> you could very well be. Yeah. Mike Marcy, real been- quick. Yeah, please. I just want to share. I don't know. I just got to share this quote again. I geek out on this stuff. I don't know if you're, I'm not a, I was never a Grateful Dead fan. Believe it or not, this is a Jerry Garcia quote. It's it's, it's going to put a bow tie on everything we just shared. Jerry Garcia said, it's not enough to be the best at what you do. You must be perceived as the only one who does what you do. And when you become a book author, you can really start really becoming that expert authority, recognized expert. And I just thought that was a great quote to kind of round out what you were just saying. So thank you very much. I love Jerry Garcia. Yep. The Grateful Dead's always a fun, fun conversation to end on. But hey, Mike, where can listeners find out more about you, Shooks, Easy Shorthand, Helpful Books, getting their author (laughs) journey started or finished so they're not six, seven years away? Our corporate site is bite-sized with a D, bitesizedbooks.com. However, with your with your permission, I'm, I'm going to give a gift. Okay. So I mentioned the magic of short books. I also have the magic of working together and the magic of gratitude. These oh. are three shooks, which your readers or your listeners can become readers. Um, so if they go to mikecapuzzi.com slash magic, they can get that magic kit. And I'll send it. It's an email. You'll be able to read them right online. It's really cool. Uh, they're the full book. And you can read it there, read it on your phone, whatever it is, and uh, hopefully uh, inspire you to do your own shook. I love it. I love it. All this will be in the podcast notes, listeners, so you can follow Mike and get him. This has been a fantastic conversation. And listeners, I hope you found an idea or two that you can use in your business, as I lose my voice, um, because it's so important that you elevate yourself, right? Um, profitability, business growth, um, marketing, everything is is based on you standing out from the pack. And having a book will help you stand out from the pack. And I know that Mike's tips and ideas and, and tactics and frameworks are exactly what you need to get that wheel moving. So go go check Mike's stuff out. So here's a friendly reminder, join my friends and I for Accelerate Now on Saturday, June 17th. Remember, it's two hours, four experts, 12 strategies that will accelerate your business. You know, it only takes one tip to change the course of your business and your life, and we're giving you 12 to choose from. So the registration page just opened, and I've got a discount code for you. Don't forget to enter SUPER with a capital S for a 75% off discount code. Guys, that's $27. I mean, that's nothing. So register today at Join Accelerate Now. And Mike and I would love to hear your questions. Tell us your idea for your book. Give us your title of your book. Tell us what you're doing, and we will respond. So make a comment in the the comments area and, and tell us what you're doing so we can cheer you on help direct you, and maybe even help promote the next greatest author out there of business books and shooks. While you're at it, please subscribe. You don't want to miss future podcasts. 
and you can catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. We're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks so much, Mike. Thank you.